0: During this unusual school year, there wasn't one district that had a learning plan that everyone bought into. But administrators in some districts see the bumpy transition to in-person learning as a head start on a much improved experience in the fall. WBEZ's Susie Ahn reports.
1: School started remotely for kids in northwest suburban Algonquin last fall. That didn't sit well with some parents who thought kids should be fully in-person. Meanwhile, the school board wanted all teachers to work from the building, which didn't sit well with teachers who had child care issues or who were concerned for their health.
0: But overall, us working with our district, they've listened to us, we've listened to them, we've done our best to, to work with them, but say here are the places where we can't manage that, and they've done the same with us.
1: Michael Williamson is the president of the teachers union in Algonquin. He says back in 2012, the union went on strike. But since then, they've rebuilt a more collaborative relationship with the administration. The school year wasn't without its contentious moments between teachers and administrators. Despite sharply differing opinions of how school should work during a pandemic, he says the willingness to collaborate has been especially crucial in a pressure cooker of a year.
0: We were willing to try different types of programs, you know, we we tried out a couple of things that just didn't work. And my members were, I, I know it was hard on them, I, you know, it was almost impossible on them, but they tried out some different types of things. And when we realized they didn't work, we backed off of those things and tried something different.
1: One of those things they tried was allowing more students to be in a classroom at a time. But they found that didn't work for safe social distancing. The school district responded by putting a cap on the number of people per room and brought in more plexiglass dividers. Algonquin Superintendent Fred Hyde agrees the collaboration and flexibility were important. The district has 26 schools and more than 20,000 students. There's a shared goal of returning kids to the classroom. Hyde says the district has stayed in constant communication with families and staff. He also says they've continued to take people's health concerns seriously.
0: Everyone's feelings are largely dependent on how COVID has impacted them directly or indirectly. So I think you have to take a step back. You have to be considerate of those feelings, um, but then manage them.
1: Hyde says having clear health protocols and strong mitigation efforts is necessary. Many teachers have been vaccinated, and the district is also offering regular COVID tests. Schools will continue to manage that uncertainty and risk, at least until children get vaccinated. Superintendent Brian Harris of Barrington is part of a committee of school leaders working through transition plans across the state. He noted Illinois' mix of urban, suburban, and rural school districts.
2: Schools look different, and there are different expectations in all those different communities. And there has not been a uh, one-size-fits-all solution for this pandemic.
1: Most school districts in Illinois are now offering some form of in-person learning. Harris thinks that'll give educators a longer runway to work with when planning out next year.
2: You know, we've had a first day of school several times this school year, which is unprecedented, right? And it's been tough. It's been tough on our staff. It's been tough on our parents.
1: His district has tried remote, hybrid, and fully in-person classes and learned from each new transition. If there's a spike in cases next year, they're better positioned to slide from one learning model to the next. Despite the challenges, Harris says it's made the district more adaptable. He's learned that families in his district need choices. Even though the district is fully in-person, they will continue to offer fully remote options next year. Harris says educators are in a much better position than they were a year ago. More people are getting vaccinated, and there's more information about COVID-19. Harris says being better prepared offers districts more room to tackle bigger things like gaps in learning and social-emotional needs.
2: I think it's an opportunity for uh, public education to turn the corner and to do some things different.
1: He says this year has shown that some kids thrived in non-traditional learning. He hopes that public educators will use the lessons of the pandemic to try innovative things to individualize learning for students. Susie Ahn, WBEZ News.